unscripted. Each episode is available to view on YouTube, so be sure to check us out. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. How many pieces of evidence are there to suggest that the church is true? It is bonkers. It is ridiculous. It is insane. I mean, we're not talking about one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. We're talking about thousands and thousands and thousands of pieces of evidence that people cannot explain. What's up, guys? We are back with our friend Wyatt here. Um, he's joined us a couple of times, and today he's got some cool, some really cool stuff to that he's going to talk about. Knowledge. Drop some, <laughs> some good nuggets of knowledge here. Logic bombs. Um, yeah. So he's talked about you know his conversion to the church and a lot of what he's going to cover today about logic and and how that process worked for him. Uh, we're just going to dive into that. We're so we are his time students. over to you. That sounds, we are good. Here. That sounds good. Yeah. yeah, so a lot of people mentioned in the comments, they're like, there's no way that you can prove religion with logic. Because that was the big, bold, controversial statement that I said in the last video, right? That I said the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is the most logical religion that I've ever found. And that caused a whole bunch of discord on, on both sides of the spectrum. People being spiritual, you can't bring logic into the, the equation. You can't prove God through logic. You can blah, 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 blah. I treat it as the idle chatter of monkeys because they have obviously not done the work that I have. And so we're going to cover my <laughs> my uh, my argument for that today. OK, and before I do that, uh, we got to go over four disclaimers really quick. So the first disclaimer that I need to say is that I'm not trying to prove that the church is true through logic. That is impossible. And the very first step of my thesis, if you will, I'm going to say that we can't do that because we would need primary evidence to do that. That is impossible. On the same note, though, you can't prove that yeah you can't disprove the church by logic. logic exactly and you can't do that with any religion and we're and that's totally fine what i am going to show to you is my system my step-by-step -step system where i've come out the other end and being like this is the most logical religion i've ever seen in my entire life right that is what we are going to do okay so the second the second disclaimer that i have is whenever you're speaking logically about religion i really really caution you to filter out who you're going to talk to about this or who you're going to receive information through uh just like with any uh Anything that you can study in the world, there are people that are for it and there are people that are against it. And it is very important logically to hear both of their stories. I hear so many people who are on the opposite sides, people who think that the church is 100% true and never looked into the arguments against it. And that is dangerous. It is the same for the opposite side, for people who have only looked into the arguments and not seen any of the arguments that are for the church itself. That is stupid. They should be unqualified when they are talking about that kind of stuff. You should only trust people that have looked at both sides and then bring up their the information together, which is what I'm going to try to do today. You see what I'm saying? So the third thing that I need to say is that logic and spirituality are not enemies. And the biggest thing when it comes to religion is the spiritualness of it. The entire concept of why I've done this, why I've spent so much time on this is to help me feel the spirit better. Okay. Like I said in a previous video, I've had my, I had my spiritual revelation. I know that this church is true, but me studying it logically has only strengthened that. I can't, again, on both sides, I've heard people being like, you can't bring logic in, this is stupid. On both sides, both people in the church being like, don't you dare talk about logic here. And it's like, mm, <laughs> church okay. logic comes yeah, to die. Yeah, exactly. And so that's the third disclaimer. And then the fourth disclaimer is I'm going to be treating this like a, a court case. I, this is really weird, but I really like court cases. I love studying them. I love understanding logically how they're broken down. And that is how I am going to treat this, okay? 
So let's get into it. Now there are four steps to my to my argument. Okay, the very first step is just to go as a brief overview is to talk about primary versus secondary evidence. People love to mix these things up and concoct all kinds of conclusions by mixing these things up, and you are setting yourself up to fail by doing that. The first that's the first thing we're going to do. Second thing that we are going to do is we are going to talk about why faith is 100% needed regardless of your belief. You are literally going to need just as much faith or more being an atheist in your beliefs as we do in our religion. Everyone, we are all on the same playing field when it comes to spirituality, okay? The third thing that we're going to talk about is the argument from design. Now, there may be those who have heard this argument before and they're rolling their eyes at this point. I have a different take on it. Stay tuned, okay? <laughs> okay? <laughs> yeah. And then the fourth one is the weighing of the scales. After we went through the system and we've looked at all the evidence for and against the church, where do the scales set? Is it for the church? Is it against the church. My experience is that after I went through it and over 10,000 hours worth of studying this is that the scales are not just like this where it's like, okay, there's a little bit more evidence suggesting it's true or a little bit more evidence suggesting it's not true. It's like this where there is so much secondary evidence suggesting that the church is true. It is ridiculous. It is bonkers. It is unprecedented how much evidence there is to prove that this church is true. Bonkers. <laughs> bonkers. I want that to be a sticker because <laughs> that's the perfect word. <laughs> so with that, let's start with step number one. Do you guys know the difference between secondary versus primary evidence? If um, is Does it have to do with secondary or primary and secondary I'm thinking research, though. That's the that's the market. It has to do with it. Is, is primary but, what I've experienced? Yeah. Okay. It's yes. irrefutable. So primary is what I've seen, what yep. I've touched, yep. which only you can have. Only you can have. That's right. right. Yep. Okay. So primary is irrefutable. It cannot be argued. It is proven. There is no way to dismantle that, right? Now you're starting to see, well, wait, there's nothing in religion that is like that, right? Your experience, if you tell me your testimony of the Book of Mormon or your testimony of eternal families, that is secondary evidence. Those are just things that they have felt. I have not felt that. I don't understand that. I can be like, they were tired when they felt that. They were sick when they felt that. They mm -hmm. made it up. They're lying. They're whatever it is, right? right. Okay. So primary, just as a definition, is irrefutable. It cannot be argued, right? Secondary is something that suggests something is true, but can be argued, Right. So, for example, when Joseph Smith was in the grove and he saw Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ, that was his primary evidence that they exist. However, anytime he shared it after that, it became secondary because now we have to trust that he is saying the truth. Right. There right. is evidence suggesting that he is telling the truth. We can be like, he's lying. He's making it up. He was drunk. He was whatever it is. Right. right? So. Everything I'm about to go forth and say is secondary, not primary. The only way that primary would work in this situation is if God appeared to all of us and explained, right. I am God. I am proving to you that I am God. Let me show you why I am God. By the way, this is my church, right? That is the okay. only way. And it doesn't exist with anything, with, with atheistic views, agnostic views, Hindu, Buddhist, Christian. It doesn't matter. Primary right. evidence doesn't exist. And which is interesting, too, because like primary evidence in, in regards to the absence of religion, mm -hmm. it's impossible. It's impossible. Because exactly. you're not going to have God come and say, oh, I don't exist. Exa exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. Yes. Wow. So, That's yeah. Yeah. So everything that we're moving forward in this point, any belief that anyone watching this has is all based off of secondary evidence. Now, my challenge to you is weigh the scales. What is the secondary evidence for what you believe in? What is the secondary evidence against what you believe in? That is the concept, right? If you don't do this, you're walking around with half researched beliefs at that point right and so now we move into step two which is understanding that everyone has to have faith moving forward it doesn't matter if you're an atheist it doesn't matter if you're agnostic or christian or buddhist or hindu or whatever it is there is evidence for and against every single religion okay to suggest that we that believe in god and that believe in jesus christ we're like just grabbing at straws right now just to find any bit of logic that exists any bit of evidence that exists and yet the people that are atheists they're like oh clearly there's more evidence for being atheist clearly there's more evidence for being agnostic is not not true. In fact, 
when we get into the argument in design, you actually see you're probably going to have to have more faith being an atheist than you are believing in a god, right? Which is amount of faith. Which is an atheist. Yeah. yeah. So it's like um, so understanding this that yes, is it yes. cool because faith by definition is believing in something you can't see mm-hmm. but you hope is real, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And when it comes to to science. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of faith. There's a ton there's of faith. There's, there's a lot of faith, of faith because of faith. theories we, are. We can't see, yeah, theories. We can't see, uh, like we can't see millions of years ago mm-hmm. or in the future. There's just mm-hmm. a lot of things that we just logically try to line up. That's right. And move forward. And a lot of times those theories get proven wrong 100 years later. Exactly. Because, so. Exactly, yeah. So really the faith in this context means a confidence in your belief, right? So if, you, if you're an atheist, for example, you're going to have to have an enormous amount of faith that every single piece of evidence that suggests that Jesus is the Christ, that God exists, that, that Joseph Smith was a prophet, you have to believe that one day every single piece of secondary evidence that suggests those things will one day be proven false or taken out of context or a straight up lie or whatever. You have to have faith that one day those things will be proven. You have to have faith that every other religion is false. You have to have faith that there's no God. You have to have faith in all those kinds of things. You have to believe that one day those things will be proven, right? Everyone has to have faith, no matter what. Right? We're not saying that you're actively doing that, right? But it's inherent but it's in inherent. your life choice. Exactly. Yeah. So now we are getting to step three, which is the argument from design. Now, for those who don't know what that is, how likely is it that you exist? How likely is it that the, that the Earth is here? That the Sun forms? That, that 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 there's just some unorchestrated Big Bang in the universe, and we all just showed up? And for that, we're going to get through this as fast as possible because I could spend so much time right. on this. And right, and a lot of people have, like, yeah, there's yeah, exactly. lots of stuff on this. Yeah. So what I want to do to demonstrate this is we want to create an improbability scale right now. So we want to, as everyone in this room, there's five people in this room right now, we are going to set what is so improbable that it's basically impossible. Where, like, what number does it have to be where it's so improbable that it's basically impossible? And we can all do this right now. It's actually relatively easy, okay? So if I had a die, not a dice, those are two dice. If I had a die and I rolled a six, <laughs> what is the probability that I rolled a six? Anyone? One out of six. One out of six. Okay, so we're creating our scale right now, right? So here's our scale, and right down here at the bottom is one over six, okay? Now, if I was to roll a die twice and get six twice, what is the probability that that is going to happen? Oh, Shoot. One out of 36? One out of 36. Yeah. That's right. So you have to scale it every single time. So it would be one, yeah. one over six to the second power. I play, I, oh, yes, okay. it's not my... Okay. Play, I play you, 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 you know it's a lot of dice. Exactly, yeah. exactly, right? So this is good. Okay, but still, one out of 36, that's still pretty probable, right? Okay, so let's let's crank it up a bit. What about one over six to the 35th power? What if I rolled a die and got six 35 times? How big is that number? You guys, you guys, I'm not even going to. Okay, so one over six to the 35th power. So I can't write this out. It'd take too long. It is a number that is roughly 34 to 35 digits long. Okay, Okay. so this is enormous. Basically, I mean, a billion it would, is if, 10 If you long, roll right? die for your entire life, yeah. it would not happen. Never, yeah. ever, <laughs> never, ever. I mean, we're talking about something that's so statistically improbable that it will never happen. It is a number that is 1 over 10 with however many zeros there is at the yeah. end, like 30 plus zeros. That is an astronomical number. In, in no other circumstance would you say that is probable. If you invested in something, if you invested a million dollars in something and they said there is a one over six to 35 chance that you can get your money back, you would never do it. Yeah. <laughs> Same with any other concept, right? So can everyone in this room agree that you would never, ever, ever put your faith in something that was one over six to the 35th power? We are yeah. statistically at the roof of statistical improbability, okay? So now let's double it. Let's go to one over six to the 70th power. This is a number that is 70 digits long. It is ridiculous. It is huge. It is unfathomable. This exact number is the probability that the time at the Big Bang, and this is just one aspect of the Big Bang, by the way, is the expansion of the Big Bang, that it's one over six to the 70th power. 
the, 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 the big bait had to expand at a precise speed for it to keep growing too small and it implodes back into itself too big and it just uh, flurries out of control, yeah. right? Hmm. But it happened the first time. It's just one aspect of the Big Bang. That is the likelihood that that happened perfectly, with, unorchestrated with no help whatsoever. But that's just one piece of the pie. Now you got to get into the planets forming, a sun forming, an earth forming just the far enough away from the sun. Yeah, just the perfect distance. And then humans forming, humans that can reproduce, that can heal themselves, that can eat the things that are on the earth so that they can grow. Animals are there, so on and so forth. Once you start compounding every single thing that has happened to create this universe, it is ridiculous. So my question to you is, if we can all agree that one over six or 35th power is not something that you would put your faith in. However, the atheistic point of view is to put your faith in something that is drastically bigger than one over six to 35th power. How can you justify that? How you can say this number down here, completely improbable, but this number up here, completely probable. I'm going to put my faith in that. How can you do that? How can you look me in the eyes and say that is what you're going to do? right? The counter argument to that is evolution. It's a very poor argument because that can only answer what happened on earth. Evolution does not apply to the big bang. Another argument is, okay, it's so the monkey typewriter theory. You guys ever heard that theory? Mm -mm. If you gave a monkey a typewriter in an infinite amount of time, eventually he can write Hamlet. And again, <laughs> so, so, so it's the concept of, okay, but, we're in a multiverse, right? And right. so there's an infinite amount of worlds. And so we just happen to be Hamlet. But so what's interesting okay. is for that same reason, a God could exist. It's the same reason. If you give God. a monkey a typewriter, then eventually an all powerful being could be created. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And again, we can put that, we can put that theory on the scale. How likely is it that we are the one earth or one amongst very, very few anomaly level earths that created life? What is the probability of that? I would assume that it's above our threshold of improbability, right? Now, I got one more, one more number because it's, yeah, it's really fun. So this is like even further up. Oh, no. There we go. So um, uh, one more number. I'm so sorry for the people seeing my handwriting. It's atrocious. But one over 10 to the 127th power. So this is an enormous number. I mean, obviously bigger than any of the numbers that we have yeah. claimed so far. This is the this is the statistical probability that one human protein that enough amino acids could come and form a human protein without any other external force to create one human protein. That is the statistical improbability that they could do that, right? And then remember, we're built up of a whole bunch of proteins for thousands of years, however long humans, hundreds of thousands of years, however long humans have been here, right? To do it again and again and again and again and again. So again, just wow. one human protein. To, that is the statistical probability do you really feel confident in believing that this is just random? That this has just happened? Are you serious right now? You see, I, can, I, can, I can feel you like choking them. Yeah, it's just like, like I'm a very, like, I'm a numbers guy, right? I'm into investing. I have my own company. I have to look at the numbers. Are you kidding me right now? It's just the numbers are against you by far, right? There's other counter arguments. None of them are really, really good. Some of them are like, well, in the Bible, it says that everyone has to come to the unity of faith. But is there any unity of faith? No, everyone believes different things. Therefore, God can't exist. It's like you are an actual idiot. You are like, oh, my gosh, like, like this is a terrible argument. So on and so forth. OK, so now that brings us to step four, which is the weighing of the scales. OK, once you start going through this process and you start examining the secondary evidence that is for the Church of Jesus Christ, Latter-day Saints, obviously, I cannot cover that in a 15 minute video. I mean, the faith and beliefs. Just watch all. Just watch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's all. Exactly. That's a lot of secondary. Exactly. How many pieces of evidence are there to suggest that? The church is true. It is bonkers. It is ridiculous. It is insane. I mean, we're not talking about one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. We're talking about thousands and thousands and thousands of pieces of evidence that people cannot explain. How can you explain even just first Nephi 
How can you do that? How can you look at this uneducated farm boy from New York and somehow he understood perfectly Hebraisms? How can you do that? How can you be like, oh yeah, you know, he clearly understood the way that Hebrews talked in that part of the world at that time, and I'm going to put this into a book. How can you how can you justify that? How can you explain that away? How can you explain all the miracles that he performed? How do you how can you explain any of those things? So yeah, the concept comes into how do you explain even just one part? Like how do you explain first Nephi? How do you explain the entire Book of Mormon? How do you explain all the experiences of the early saints? How do you explain all the miracles that Joseph Smith performed? How do you explain all the miracles that the prophets nowadays have performed? How do you explain all the amazing experiences that missionaries go through on a daily basis? How can you account for all of this secondary evidence? Right? You're basically going to have to say it's all coincidence. It's all coincidence. They're all lying. They're all in on it. They're tricking themselves. They're right. under mass hypnosis. They're yeah, yes, conspiracy. Exactly. You're gonna have to account Which, for everything. In the history of, of conspiracies, I think ours would be the biggest. Yeah, it'd uh -huh. be the you biggest know, like, I, I think it really you would can't be. get that many people to keep it secret. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, let's just be clear. There is no conspiracy. So then we get to the end, which really quick, there are arguments against the church. There are things that I have studied against the church, some with polygamy, blacks and the priesthood, so on and so forth. There are some things, little sectors of those of those concepts where it's just like, yep, I can't explain that. That looks pretty bad. As a logical, objective researcher, it's like, I have no way I can explain that away. There may be an answer for it, but I don't have that right now. So I'm going to put that in the tally for against the church right now. Also, there could potentially be answers for those things that I don't have answers for right totally. now. I could potentially yeah. come up with an answer right now. And just by virtue of me potentially coming up with an answer is evidence that there could be an answer, right? I may not know it. For, for, it could be messed up. We're talking numbers. Yeah, if we're talking numbers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, statistically <laughs> speaking, we can probably come up with something right now. But even if it's true or not, just the fact that we came up with it shows that something there could, could be good in, in explanation that we don't have yet or there's not i don't really care because once you get to the weighing of the scales and you examine after you go through all the garbage that people say against the church which there is like so much there's very very few arguments where you're like that actually makes sense right but once you get there it's like it's the weighing of the scales right where are we at and in my experience, after going through 10,000 hours worth of studying, talking with protester after protester after protester, reading blogs, anti-Mormon blogs and books and so on and so forth, as a researcher, I have come out the other end being like, it's a landslide, like by far, like the amount of evidence suggesting that church is true is ridiculous. And then here's a kicker, fortifying that with my spiritual experiences, it's just like, <laughs> yeah, what are you supposed to, like, what can you do? What can you do at that yeah. point? Exactly. And so... In a nutshell, that's what I would highly encourage anyone to do, okay? Look at the primary versus secondary evidence in any of your beliefs, okay? Understand that we all need faith. Look at the argument by design and then weigh the scales at the end. And where do they fall? For me, every single time it's the same answer. So that is why I'm here. That makes sense? Yeah. Do you cool. need a mic to drop? We can pull uh -huh. this down. <laughs> <That's why. laughs> uh, any questions, comments, concerns? Yeah. Oh, am I in? Um, I'm, I'm nope. good. I, yep. I'm, you I'm guys, good. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love, I love counter arguments. If, I was to say, if you guys, because I mean, because you, you were keeping track of the comments in the last video you were in. Mm -hmm. I, I would be fair to say that if somebody commented for or against that you might totally. respond totally i would love to do that but make sure it's a good comment if you say <laughs> that was stupid i'm not going to respond to you if you say you're just basing your feelings off whatever whatever i'm not going to respond to you if you're like okay why but how do you account for the argument from design in blah 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 great question let's talk about yeah. it how do you account for joseph smith doing blah 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 great question let's talk about it however i can smell the blood in the water from a mile away i can just tell if you're leading me up to fell because i've had a lot of these kind of conversations and if you're setting your ways i'm really not going to 
talk to you about it. But well, and it, don't waste your time. Yeah, you don't waste your time. You already know the answer yeah. that you want to give. Like, exactly. Go, yeah. go, go do something more productive. Go invest in Tesla stocks. Go, <laughs> go, go. Don't waste your time. Actually, yeah, also a hot take on investment. Here. <laughs> um, so, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, man. Thanks so much for it. Thanks for, yeah, yeah. yeah thanks for sharing your testimony. Yeah. And, this, I mean, this lesson, this I guess. Cool. Yeah, exactly. This was that way was way cool. Fun. I've got like so many people I want to, people in my family Good. that might, would really enjoy this. So. Good. Yeah. I'm happy to hear really that. Really cool. Yeah. Like you said, comments, uh, please subscribe, hit the notification bell, classic YouTuber stuff. But um, thanks for watching, guys, and we'll see you. In the... <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening. If you want to watch our videos, check us out on YouTube or shoot us a message on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter.